Good morning, and welcome to day 29 of our readings from the School of Jesus Crucified here on Avoiding Babylon. You can find all of our videos and shows at uh, Avoiding Babylon on YouTube, Spiritualist TV, Rumble, Odyssey, and all of your major audio podcast apps. Uh, please like this uh, episode, whether you're watching it or listening to it, um, share it with Anyone that you think might find it fruitful. Um, let's see, what else here? Uh, day three of this series does have a practical method for meditation, as well as some prayers that you can say if you feel like you need to, you know, prepare yourself spiritually for these. Uh, this meditation. Today's meditation is on Jesus crucified praise for his enemies um we're gonna get going here in just a minute feel free to uh pause rewind you know rewatch, re-listen whatever you need to do to get the most out of the meditation and i'm gonna throw up a static image on screen so that there's nothing to watch or pay attention to visually all you you know all you'll all that you'll want to do is listen and you know visualize the meditation to the best of your ability I'm going to change the image here. We're going to get going. So we're on day 26 of the meditations. Day 29 of the series overall. Jesus crucified prays for his enemies. Meditation. Our divine Lord, hanging on the cross in the sight of the assembled multitudes, insulted, scorned, and blasphemed by his enemies, turns to his eternal Father and beseeches him to forgive them, for they know not what they do. Consider, 1. The charity with which Jesus prays. After a prolonged period of silence, our dying Savior at length opens his lips to teach us the most sublime lesson of love from the pulpit to the cross. It is the first time that Jesus has spoken from the cross, and the first words he utters are to implore pardon for his enemies while they are in the very act of most barbarously depriving him of life. He forgets all his own sufferings and his solicitude to apply a remedy to the spiritual wounds of his executioners. Not all the bitter torments he in is enduring cause him such exquisite pain as the thought of their damnation. He remembers not by whose hands his sufferings are inflicted. He remembers only for whom he is dying, and he procures the eternal salvation of his very crucifiers. Sin is hateful to Jesus. He is dying to destroy it. But the sinner is most dear to him. He is dying for his salvation, and in death is only desirous of affording proofs to his prosecutors of the inscrutable depths of his love for them. Then, turning to his divine Father, Most beloved Father, he exclaims with his dying accents, To thee I offer this blood, these wounds, this cross, to move thee to pardon my enemies, who have inflicted upon me so cruel a death. Oh, surprising charity! The thought of the eternal perdition of the souls of his crucifier is a greater source of suffering to Jesus than his own most bitter passion. He is expiring in the most excruciating torments. 
and in death implores grace and pardon for his murderers. Can we conceive more burning love than this, which is neither extinguished nor damped by even the overflowing waters of boundless sorrow? Truly, this is a sublime lesson of what your conduct towards those who injure or offend you should be. How can you have the heart to desire to revenge yourselves upon your enemies when Jesus, with such tender charity, is solely occupied with obtaining the pardon of those who have crucified him? Very possibly your enemy may not deserve that you should pardon him, but the blood and wounds of Jesus crucified have merited that you should grant that pardon for his sake. The slightest feeling of hatred entertained against your enemy, against your neighbor wounds the loving heart of Jesus and is an obstacle to the remission of your own sins. Consider too, for whom Jesus prays. Not only does Jesus pray for those who are crucifying and blaspheming him, but he likewise prays for all sinners, for all who have contributed to his sufferings and death. May not the most wretched sinners take courage at the thought of this prayer of Jesus? For in it he includes not merely his executioners, accusers, and judges. That is to say, not only the Jews who have so clamorously demanded his death, but all sinners without exception since all who have committed sin have thereby been the cause of his death. Yes, my soul, every time that thou hast sinned, thou hast renewed the cause of the death of the Son of God. Thou hast crucified him anew, and by every fresh sin thou committest, thou renderest thyself guilty of his death. And shall not sin, which has crucified Jesus, be henceforth most, most hateful to me? But oh, how sweet and how deserving of love must be my divine Jesus, who prays for me, even while I am desiring his death. Ah, sweet Jesus, in the very height of thy suffering, in thy mortal agony, thou art mindful of sinners, thou art mindful of me. Are not even my innumerable, innumerable sins in base ingratitude sufficient to banish me from thy loving heart? Are not all my sins present to thy mind, being as they are the very cause of thy death? And still thou dost implore thy eternal Father to forgive me? But through the blessed effects of that prayer, thy death, which is caused by my sins, has become my hope and my salvation. Art thou a sinner? What canst thou fear when Jesus Christ himself is the great advocate who prays for thee? and from his cross beseeches his Father to pardon thee. Come, come, O sinner, cast thyself with entire confidence at the feet of Jesus. Bathe them with thy tears, and then, if seerly penitent, thou wilt be secure of forgiveness in heaven. But if thou persistent in sin, his blood will be thy condemnation. Consider three, the excuse alleged by Jesus in his prayer for his enemies. Jesus might have taken awful vengeance upon his enemies from the cross and exterminated them in one moment from the face of the earth. But he prefers exhibiting himself in the character of a God of peace and mercy and giving proof of the most tender solicitous charity. To move his father to have compassion 
on those who are insulting and deriding him by the most impious expressions of scorn. He seeks to excuse and palliate their guilt by saying that they know not what they do. They have given free vent to their hatred of his sacred person by the most atrocious calumnies. They have consummated the most fearful injustice by crucifying him. They are even now seeking to load him with contumely by their insulting gestures and derisive words. And yet Jesus, in his infinite charity, pities and excuses their sin and fulfills the loving office of an advocate by having recourse to divine clemency in their behalf. He hides their wickedness beneath the torrents of his own blood. It implores his father to accept the excuse of their ignorance, willful though it is, in attenuation of their guilt and malice. Oh, how great is the clemency and goodness of God, our Redeemer. Such, my soul, is the lesson taught to thee by the example of thy dying Savior. Not only shouldst thou forgive thy enemy, or whoever has done thee an injury, but thou shouldst also do him all the good in thy power, pity and excuse him, and desire that he may one day attain the possession of eternal happiness. Ah, what would become of me? Had Jesus treated me as I treat my neighbor, when for a slight injury or affront I resolve to be avenged and indulge in thoughts of hatred and anger. My most sweet Jesus, I beseech thee to kindle in my heart the flames of a charity like unto thine, which may teach me how to love and pity everyone who does me an injury. I love my neighbor for thy sake. I forgive all who may have offended me from the bottom of my heart, And I beseech thee, O Father of mercies, to cancel their deaths and shower forth thy graces upon them. The Fruit Imitate Jesus praying from his cross for his enemies, if you wish to have any part in the pardon he then sought to obtain for you. Be reconciled with your brother, if you wish to make your peace with God. Delay not, for if you are obstinate in sin, you will die impenitent. Excuse those who persecute you. Suffer in silence. Forget and forgive. Hate sin, but not the sinner. Because for him did Christ die, and for him did he sacrifice his life. Example A glance at the crucifix is a powerful incentive to the pardon of injuries. St. Philip Neri finding the most tender and urgent solicitations of no avail in persuading a certain young man to pardon an injury which had been done him, took a crucifix, and said with great earnestness, Look upon this image, and remember how our divine Lord shed the last drop of his blood for love of thee, and how on his cross he prayed to his eternal Father for the very men who had crucified him. The young man was struck by these words, and far more by the sight of Jesus on the cross. He trembled all over and answered with many tears, Behold, Father, I am now most willing to pardon every injury and to make all the reparation that lies in my powers. If you feel any difficulty in pardoning an injury, imagine that Jesus implores you from his cross to forgive it for love of him.
That's it for the meditation for today. Tomorrow will be Jesus from his cross bestows Mary upon us as our mother. So we will continue with that meditation there tomorrow. We are coming. We have 27, We have five more meditations on the passion. So we will actually be finishing up. Uh, we will be finishing up the passion by the end of this week, by Saturday. Uh, so we are doing these live during Lent. Uh, today is Monday, March 27th. So yeah, by the end of this week, we'll be done with the passion itself. And then we have three days worth of meditation. Um, on the, on the, the sorrows of Mary. And then a couple other readings that we will do from the same book next week. And we will hopefully make it all the way through Lent with, with these. So anyways, thank you for joining me for these. Like I said, check us out on all our different platforms, YouTube, Spiritus TV, Rumble, Odyssey, uh, all the major podcast app. We also do, um, we have a Facebook now, Instagram, as well as the infernal TikTok. <laughs> so check us out on all those. But I hope you have a great day. Uh, God bless. And I will see you next time. Mm-hmm.